The 425th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your entry in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. And next, we're brought to you by VSIN. Sign up now and save $40 off with their football season special when you use promo code SGP. VSIN.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get a 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, welcome to episode 425 of the MMA Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode is dedicated to one of our friends in the Discord, Mac, M-A-K. We have a lot of Macs and Mix in there, but this one is Mac. He's, um, it's a he. Everyone in there is a he, sadly. We could use some females in there, but nonetheless, he's um, trying valiantly to get get across that I am the Kitchener legend. Um I'm not sure if it's ever going to stick. Ever going to stick, but in his mind, I'm the Kitchener legend. So this goes out to Mac. Who would be the Kitchener legend? That would be me, Jeff Chalks Fox. I am back in the driver's seat here for another episode of this lovely podcast. A no UFC, no problem episode. UFC is actually taking a week off for the first time in been months, two or three months, perhaps, um, which gives us, which is, like I said, no problem for us. It gives us a chance to talk about some other promotions and events that we have not had time to cover because we have to cover the UFC, basically. Um, so this is one of those events. Uh, yesterday, one of those episodes, excuse me, yesterday's episode was all about Cage Warriors, one of Europe's biggest uh, promotions. Today, we're going to talk about the world's biggest promotion, the whole wide world. That would be one fighting championship, of course. Um, and who is the person who decided that we're going to cover this today? That would be, of course, my co-host, Daniel Gumby-Vreeland, who I guess secretly is is a one lover. You know, I usually hate... Uh, so first of all, I'm going to give you a full disclosure. I'm not going to watch this. Uh, and, and there's oh, really a... Be yeah, silly. There's a reason I'm not going to watch it, and it's not because it's just hard to get at, because I think this one's on Prime, which is actually not yeah. that bad uh, in terms of ways to watch MMA. No, you're not using OnlyFans like you are on the LFA prelims or something. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's such a wild uh, partnership. But uh, no, the reason why I'm not going to watch it is because the whole card is sprinkled with stuff I don't care about. You know, like they they love to uh, they, they love to throw just like a Muay Thai fight in the middle of things. And, and like, I get it. Some people who like MMA also like Muay Thai. There's like weird custom rules bouts. They always have some like amazing grappler who's going to come in and just beat the crap out of somebody they would never, ever be in a grappling match with. They got Danielle Kelly on this one. She's like one of the best women's grapplers in the world. They're going to put her in there against Jessica Khan, who I, I don't know. She got twisted by uh, Grace Gundrum recently, who's like, you know, 15 years old or something like that. Daniel Kelly's going to turn her into a pretzel. Um, so like, I just, I, I can't be bothered to watch them with like 
you know, I already hate the pacing of MMA events. Like, let's make every fight an MMA event because uh, then the pacing's even worse. Yep, it's true. So there you go. Gumby is crapped all over our episode coming up. But, job. but the five but... MMA, the five MMA fights that are going to be on here actually really intriguing. See, the thing that Gumby is uh, saying turns them off, but one is is the thing that is the selling point for a lot of people is is the variety and different types of uh, martial arts being put on display here. But that, that doesn't do the trick for you. It does not. I, I mean, like, I, no. I, get, I, get, I get wanting to watch grappling, but, like, when I want to watch grappling, I, like, want to see two really good grapplers grapple each other, and I want to see it, like, on a grappling card. Uh, cause then if I want to watch more grappling, it's right there. I want to watch, I don't ever want to watch kickboxing. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, that's not for me. Uh, I've seen good kickboxing in MMA fights, but like just pure kickboxing, just not for me. But like, it, I want to see those on their own cards. The, the smathering, uh, effect is not for me. Yeah. Not for him. If he wants to watch grappling, he'll watch himself. Right. No, I don't like watching me grapple. I'm really boring to watch. No. <laughs> I've watched you grapple. I've seen you grapple used to send me videos do you not have videos of yourself anymore or have you gotten too shy to send me videos of you grappling like you used to years ago so when they they stopped doing tournaments around these parts right around the pandemic they've probably fired them back up again but that was like my pseudo retirement from anything that anybody would videotape <laughs> <laughs> yeah the pandemic did end a lot of things good and bad so just the way it it is but um it did not end us we went uh Actually, we weren't recording during the pandemic. Oh, I guess we kind of were recording during the pandemic, right? Is the pandemic oh, even over? Is it ever going to be over? <laughs> I don't. I think this is not the topic of our podcast. <laughs> no. well, when did we start our show? How long have we been doing this dog show? I Do you remember when we Four, started? Four hundred twenty-five episodes. <laughs> twenty-five episodes ago. That's true. That is when we started it. All right. So we're going to tell you about one fight night stamp versus ham is is the event we're going to be breaking down for you. It is happening Friday. So yesterday we broke down a Friday afternoon uh, on the East Coast event for you, Cage Warriors. Go back and listen to that. Gumby got a little dog happy, which is always fun if it hits. Um, now we got you covered Friday evening action. This is uh, on the East Coast. Friday, this coming Friday, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern is when it's starting on. And as Gumby said, in the U.S., it is on Amazon Prime. Uh, the rest of the world, I guess you have to look it up. I'm not sure how it is in canada we have amazon prime here prime here you probably would it probably would be the same in canada uh, unless it's on the fight network or something singapore indoor stadium where the ufc just ran fairly recently in singapore is where this is happening it's in a cage five mma bouts one grappling bout three muay thai bouts um and we're going to be covering the five mma bouts here because that's what gumby is an expert on right that's right how are you we haven't really done a lot of one do you have any any stats on how you do picking one fights I don't think we've done any one this year, if I'm not mistaken. No, no I looking yeah, right, right now, it doesn't look like we have. Yeah, we have no one. We have more Muradoff professional league than one. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. No Muradoff professional league running this week, though, Sally. No Samurai Fight House running either, I guess, right? Uh, I that. actually, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't look. Hey, you go ahead and get started <laughs> on the first, that. yeah, you go ahead and get started on the first fight and I'll I, start looking a, for a question first, a question, a, a question first. Is it, is one, uh, easy enough to find lines on when it's time to bet on these fights? Yeah. I, I mean, guess I found lines. So I, I yeah, assume it is. Yeah. They're all on, uh, the skeezy book. We talk about having posted them first with like very <laughs> small limits. That, that yes. The book we talk about without talking about. All right. Gummy's going to look something up. I'm going to tell you about game time. 
because you, you're going to want fun places to spend all this money. We're going to help you win. And game time is a fun place because they sell you tickets to any event that you want, basically underneath the sun and the, and they're the best spot to go for last minute tickets and deals. They got everything you need right there because game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Underdog Fantasy as a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5 4 5. And from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposits up to 500 bucks. Plus, they have $100,000 Sundays continuing on Underdog Fantasy. They're giving away a total of $2 million in prizes this season, $100,000 this week and every week, I believe. Ten, They're giving away $10,000 to two to 10 people every week. That's, that's the math for that. 10 times 10,000 is 100,000. Right. Plus, they have new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. Uh, who is the higher lore we were talking about last episode this week? Gumby? George George Pickens. Right. And it was 61 and a half yards, I believe you said. That's correct. And you say take the over because he's on your fantasy team. That's right. And he'll, he'll probably get it... that in one pass and he'll probably only catch three passes. So. All right. But will he hit the over though? Or are you just yeah yeah? He's gonna he's higher, gonna me? he's gonna he's gonna get higher than uh, sixty one yards on one play. He'll have like a seventy three yard catch or something like that. All right, he's gonna get higher than that, guaranteed. Gumby's guaranteeing it. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over an Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred five hundred bucks. I always want to say hundred, but no, they're more generous than that. They're five times more generous. They're going to double your first deposit up to 500 bucks. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. You were looking something up. I already forgot what it was. What were you looking up? Yeah, we got some Samurai Fight House coming up uh, pretty soon. Oh, yes. It's going to be on October 7th, Saturday, October 7th. And they have a fight card coming up with four title fights on it. And plus, a, and plus a tournament championship, which I didn't even know they were running tournaments, and a planned post limb, which is uh, always a treat. <laughs> uh, yes. Their, now, their tournament is called seen... the Sam. Their tournament is called the Samurai Cup. So you know, just putting. Oh, that fantastic! <laughs> Have you ever seen betting lines for Samurai? Uh, I think I have. Um, maybe I don't, I don't actually, <laughs> is it, you, you could yes. be excited though, that this samurai fight house is going to be, uh, only the second samurai or actually the, maybe the third samurai fight house. That's not in Argentina. They're going to Uruguay for this one. All right. You, you cut out. I didn't hear anything you said there. I assume it was very interesting though. We'll, we'll just yeah. go with that. Um, okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> yes, always. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it's hard to justify covering it if there's in line. So hopefully uh, we can find out if there's going to be lines for it. And then we'll have, I'll, we'll have a whole week episodes, Samurai fight. Mm-hmm. Every, every episode will be, we'll just break down one fight from, from the event. I think, I think good? 10, 10 bonus episodes for sure. <laughs> 10 bonus episodes. Exactly. All right. Let's jump into one fight night 14. I told you when it's happening, how you're going to watch it. We're going to start off with the first MMA fight on the card as of now it is three five hundred rounds at welterweight Blake Cooper from the United States of America versus Maurice Abivi 
He is from Switzerland. And let's get back to the page I need, shall we? Okay. Let's see who we're going to talk about first. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Cooper first. Two and oh, one knockout, one submission. This is his one championship debut. He's not fought since September 2022. He's at plus 130. Abidi, six and one, three knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished everyone as well. He himself has never been finished in a fight. He's 0 and 1 in one championship. Did lose his last fight. He's five inches taller than Cooper, minus 110. What do you know about these gentlemen? So first of all, I would tell you if you can find negative one ten on a BV, uh, I, that's awesome because I've seen him a lot higher than that. Um, and I would tell you also, uh, I like him quite a bit in this fight. So uh, Cooper is one of the Cooper brothers. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, uh, like Ray Cooper the third, or you know, son of Ray Cooper Jr. Uh, and I think because of who he is. They're just trying to move him forward way faster than they ought to. Like, they, I think they just signed him because he's like an interesting, like, family story, right? Like, the the Coopers are, you know, all pretty interesting. But at the same time, like, I, I don't think he's good enough to be in this fight with a baby because if you watch him, if you, if you watch him fight, it's like big punches and he's won everything kind of quick with big knockouts. Um, both of his pro fights, he's won quickly by like one of them, I guess, was a rear naked choke. But he like stunned a guy and, and took his back and just choked him. That guy was 0-0, which isn't egregious for his debut. And then the second one, he fought an 0-3 guy who he knocked out fairly quickly. And if you watch a baby, like, yes, he is coming off of a loss uh, in, in one's last fight night. But before that, man, his uh, his ground game is just insane. Uh, the fight before that, I know uh, I know Tapology will call it a calf slicer. But what it really was was uh, like a 10th planet vaporizer that he hit his fight before that. So he's got like very interesting scrambles, very good submission skills. Uh, I'm not quite so sure he's so good on the feet, but I think he creates enough wrestling and scrambles here to really justify the, uh, you know, you said negative 110. I will certainly take that. But, but, you know, I've seen him mostly at like negative 133, negative 140. Even that's a fine price for him. Sound like you said Cooper was in a fight with a baby. I'm like, hmm. And he's only plus one thirty. He's fighting a baby. That doesn't seem uh, legal. Maybe it's legal over in Singapore, but it's very funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, that was your worst response yet. It's better when you just say nothing. All right, what are we gonna move? To? What are we move to now? I'm gonna make you break down uh, Aza Ten Pow versus Rambulik Tor Yotha next. How's that then? A Muay Thai no, fight. I'll make you do I'm, that. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> let's do let's go heavyweights that's even better i'm sure heavyweights in one are amazing right um you know anatoly malkin <laughs> anatoly malkin is is their champ he's pretty legit uh i've seen i've seen him with him though here he's the one who just knocked out uh argent bowler who who is a pretty right. damn good fighter yeah we're not talking about him here though we're talking about more elliot we'll find after I tell you all their info, and then Gummy will decide if they're good or not. King of the Earth, Elliot. He must be good then. He's three and one with three knockouts, and he already thinks he's the King of the Earth. He's been knocked out himself once. Kill or be killed. He is zero and one with one no contest in the UF in one championship. Uh, he did no contest did come in his last fight. It was back in August of 2022. He's not won a fight since July of 2019. Yet he's King of the, of the Earth still. He's nine years younger than Cirilli, and he's at plus 300. Cirilli, the Hammer. 14 and five, seven knockouts, three submissions, knocked out three times, submitted once, two and three in one championship, lost win, lost win, 
loss over his last five fights. He, he's not fought since August of 2022 as well. He lost his last fight via TKO. He's not won a fight since January 2021. Formerly the Cage Warriors champion, also was a regional champion. 2012 was his pro MMA debut. He's an inch taller than Elliot. He's at minus 400. So I will say I'm a little bit worried about Cirilli's, uh chin for a fight like this with a line like that. Um, but the the fact of the matter is, I, I mean, yeah, he did get knocked up by Brandon Vera. That was almost five years ago at this point. Actually, more than five years ago at this point. Uh, and then his other losses are to Arjun Buller and Amir Ali Kabari. So, like, those are good fighters. And, and the TKO in there is kind of from Krusevix anyway. So, I'm a little bit worried about how his chin holds up. But he should be way better than Paul Elliott here. Um, both in just being well-rounded. And, uh, I mean, Paul Elliott's got his own issues with... Uh, you know, his chin, he got knocked out pretty hard in, in his first one fight. And also like, let, let's just be, call a spade a spade. This dude's probably juiced to the gills. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm not quite sure what that's going on in, uh, in one FC as far as drug testing goes, but like the dude looks like people don't look, um, and he, he fights kind of like a slow dude who's on a whole bunch of roids. Um, he's never beat anybody with a record better than, Let's see. I guess in his debut, he fought that guy who was 20 and 14. Uh, his last one was over a guy two and 13, who was pretty terrible. Um, yeah, like I, I just don't. I, he's going to go out there and throw haymakers. I don't know if he's going to connect with Cerilli, who's been in there with good enough dudes to not get tagged all the time. So I'll take Cerilli here. Um, negative 400. Am I jazzed about that number? Uh, maybe not. I mean, maybe that's just like a pass spot for me, or look for an inside the distance prop or something like that. Yeah, it's hard to be jazzed over minus 400 lines, but the hammer is the pick, according to Gumby. All right, we're going to skip up to our next fight in uh, MMA. That would be a welterweight fight, three five-minute rounds. Edward Fulalang versus Amir Khan. A Filipino in Fulalang versus Khan, who is from Singapore. So he will be fighting on his home turf here. I can tell you about um, him first. Khan, 14-9, eight knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted three times. 14-8 and eight in one championship. Win-loss, win-loss, win-loss over his last six fights. He lost his last fight via TKO. It was back in August of 2020. He used to fight at Watchweight, 10 years younger, younger than Fulil Yang. Four inches of reach on him. Sorry, four inches of height, seven inches of reach, I believe, is the breakdown there. And he's at plus 100. Full uh Yang, you can call him the landslide if you prefer. He's 22 and 13, six knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out five times, submitted three times, 12 and 11 in one championship. He's lost five straight fights. He's only won one of his last eight. He's got a Sam Alvey streak going here. Uh, he's not won a fight since November 2019. Used to be the one champion. Uh, he also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. He used to fight at welterweight as well. 2007 pro MMA debut. 1-0 in uh, pro Muay Thai. He also is a world uh, championship competitor in Wushu, where he's a multiple-time medalist. And he's at minus 140. Do you know, do you know who he beat for the welterweight championship? Mm, I saw it, but I can't remember now. He no. beat Amir. He beat Amir Khan for the welterweight championship. Oh, they fought each other. There you go. Yeah, I buried it a, again. I always this forget. Is a, almost a five, a rematch, five years in the making, uh, with full, full of Yang coming out on top. I'm gonna take Khan anyway, though. Um, and here's why. Like 
you're right. Neither of them have had particularly good results as of late. But the bottom line is, is like Khan still fights like I think he used to fight, which granted used to be a little bit better than Foley Yang. Foley Yang has looked since that fight with Khan has looked so damn bad. Uh, and granted, he's fought some good people in there. He fought Shinya Aoki, although Shinya is like a million years old at this point. Um, he fought Eddie Alvarez in there. He fought Peter Buist. So like all of those guys are like, OK, we can we can talk about him. But like he's looking worse and worse and worse and he's looking his age and he's looking like he's hanging on too long. I think con striking just like holds up enough nowadays that like the reach will matter too. Um, whereas like in his uh, way back then, like Foley Yang was able to, to sort of, you know, negate that. I don't think Foley Yang's got that anymore. And so the fact that you can get con and you can get dog money on him, Yeah. I'd say go with con here. Con is the pick. Gumby can't resist on a on a dog even if it's only a plus one hundred dog. So, all right, um, what do we have after this one? We actually, I'm going to tell you about a couple more of our sponsors, and then we're going to break down the last couple fights on this card. Vsin, we're brought to you by Vsin. Sign up now and save forty percent off football season special when you use promo code SGP. That's vsin.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan are in a contest going head-to-head with other VEASAN shows to see who sells the most subscriptions. The winning show gets $1,000 Super Bowl future. The best part is Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. Here's how that will work. Step one, go to vsin.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP to sign up. Step number two, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vsin to submit your proof of purchase. Simple as that. And if they win, you'll get to vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP. Then sportsgamingpodcast.com slash VSIN to submit. And don't forget about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as any N expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. We did the research for you for one championship here, and we're going up to a fight you may recognize one of the names in. This is a featherweight fight, three, five minute round. Steven Lohman from, I believe he is, he's from Asia somewhere. Where is that flag? It is the Philippines. That's where it is. And he is fighting John Lineker. That's the guy you may remember from his stint in the UFC. He is from Brazil. He is fighting at featherweight now. Um, Lineker, hands of stone, still a nickname, still has them. 36 and 10, 18 knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice. Five and one with one no contest in one championship. 12 and four in the UFC. He's gone one and one with one no contest over his last three. He won his last fight via TKO. Used to fight at lightweight, bantamweight, and featherweights. Used to be the one championship champion. Also was a regional champion. He's missed weight seven times over his career. Uh, and two out of his last three fights, he's missed weight for featherweight. And that's what this fight is at. Uh, 2008 was his pro MMA debut. He's at plus 125. 
Ham. No, sorry, Lineker. Sorry, Loman is who he's fighting. He's not fighting a woman. He's fighting Loman. This sniper, 17 and 2, six knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice. 3 and 0 in one championship, 11 straight wins for him. Has not lost since January 2016. It was a regional champion. Used to fight at Bantamweight, 2012 Pro MMA debut. Two years younger than Lineker, four inches taller, two inches of reach, minus 130. I mean, I think you got to grab dog money on Lineker. What'd you give me on a number on him again? I'm giving you plus 125. Yeah, I'll take that all day. Uh, I think uh, the thing is, is like, look, look, uh, yeah, Lineker is not what he used to be. He's not the UFC's version of himself. And Woolman has put together some pretty nice wins, right? The Bibiano Fernandez fight, the Luis Sanadokas fight. Um, both those guys are like pretty nice wins, although they're, they're separated by a little bit of time there. But the way he beat Bibi Fernandez was that he like, he kind of just overwhelmed Bimmy with wrestling and and showed that like he he's got like a better wrestling side to his game than maybe people even gave him credit for. Um, and that's kind of been the story of this whole run, with the exception of a rare knockout here and there. Like you you know the Felipe Efrain fight sticks out where it's like oh he was so you know kind of a little bit better of a wrestler than people thought he was. It just doesn't feel like a game plan that's possible against John Lineker, right? Like I don't imagine him grinding out John Lineker like I feel like he's got to put some kind of pace on him because because like even if you go back and you watch Bibi Fernandez's fight with Lineker Bibi I was having success and then John Lineker dropped a massive left hook and put him into the seat so like I I think that that's always a thing with Lineker is Lineker has always just got like look I can throw in a massive bomb and knock you out I mean we saw him be you know, Cheeto by stunning him a couple of times with the hands. We saw him, you know, hit that left hook on Brian Keller. I saw we saw him beat Rob Font. And like, while those fights seem like a long time ago, they were only three years ago or a little over three years ago. And they're the same amount of time again ago that Stephen Lomans went over. Like I said, Luis Sandadokis' fight like that. That was the same amount of time ago. So if we're going to count that, we should count Lineker's and. Again, the Loman's last fight against Bibby is definitely why we're seeing him as a favorite. But I, I think Lineker is just power. Is it just a difference maker? Would you say he has hands of stone, perhaps? I, I mean, that's probably what I'm probably getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's dancing around. Yes. So Lineker is the pick. Gumby is going on a dog run again. Wolf. Well, main uh, not main event. Is it main? Yes, it actually is a main event. Um, it is for the one interim strawweight championship, five five minute rounds, hundred fifteen pounds. Why is it interim? Is it Angelo? Is Angelo yeah, Lee still the champion? Was, is that why? Oh. That yeah, that's Angelo Lee's title. So all right, Stamp Fairtax versus Co He Ham. You may recognize that name, or Seo. We should call her. That's what her nickname should be. It should be Seo. She should have an internet style nickname but anyhow actually she has a better nickname do you know her nickname dan um it, oh yeah it's hamderlay silva right <laughs> yes yeah. hamderlay silva uh is co co he ham and she's fighting for the like i said interim strawberry championship five five minute rounds tell you about ham first hamderlay silva is 26 and eight four knockouts three submissions she should knock out more people if that's going to be her nickname but nonetheless a one her herself has been knocked out once and submitted twice three and one championship she's won nine straight fights has not lost since november 2016 that was back when she was in the ufc where she went one and three she has multiple regional championships on her mantle correct get that shirt sports podcast.com slash store uh used to fight at adam weight 2007 pro mma debut 
also is a pro shoot boxer, plus 185. Stamp, nickname is Stamp Fairtex. She's 10 and 2, four knockouts, two submissions. She's been submitted twice. The only loss has come via submission. All of her pro MMA fights have come in one championship. So she's 10 and 2 in one championship. Uh, she's won two straight and five of her last six. Won her last fight via liver kick knockout. Uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing champion, 10 years younger than Ham, an inch of reach, minus 225. Yeah, I'm going with Stamp here. Uh, look, I, I, I really like CO Ham. Um, you know, she's one of those ones who I thought the UFC should have built their Adam Weight division around because she came to the UFC and she looked really good. Uh, in both the, the Joanne Wood fight, even though she lost that one, and the Courtney Casey fight. But then it just became really clear when she fought like Beck Rollins and Danielle Taylor that just like bigger women are going to be a problem for her. Um, you know, she she knocked out Jinyu Fry. You know, she's, she's fought some really good women. But the bottom line is, it's like Fairtex is just like, I, I think she's faster and more violent. Uh, I think, especially when you talk about, you know, C.O. Heham being 36, she's kind of past her prime stamp so much faster um that liver keck against elise anderson was just like so nasty i also think her ground game is probably a difference maker here you know i know stamp is you know largely thought as a kickboxer but we saw in that fight with ritu fogat that she has like low-key good jujitsu too um and you know the, the submission loss to angela lee is kind of notwithstanding angela lee is phenomenal but I, I think what we've seen out of stamp lately especially with her like you know, the kicks to the body, uh, which she gets finishes with the fact that she like keeps pressure going forward. She wants a really violent fight. She's durable. I think that against the 36 year old who's kind of past her prime is like obviously a good play. So I'm going to take stamp here. I think she pieces her up and kind of beats her any way she wants. All right. Any way she wants is, uh, how she's going to do it. According to Gumby. All right. All right. Let's recap. Shall we? He got in some dogs. He got some favorites, you know, Everything's good. He's got uh, Stamp as a pretty big favorite in the main event. Lineker as a slight dog. Khan as a even money dog. Cerilli as a really big favorite. A Cerilli big favorite. And Abivi as a kind of a pick em pick here. Is that, is that all correct? That sounds good to me. All right. We made it through another No UFC No Problem episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Get at us in the Discord. We can talk about these fights or anything you like. Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord. Twitter, SGPN MMA. Gumby Vreeland, Jeff Fox writer. I'm uh, that on Instagram as well. My uh, Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Get a subscription. Play my pick'em contest. Read my other stuff that I write. Get other podcasts, all that fun stuff. If you like more Gumby and less me, then Top Turtle MMA is the podcast for you. Uh, Gumby drops it every week. He's got good interviews this week with Vanessa Demopoulos and the guy whose name is amazing. I already forgot it again. What's his Cor amazing name Cor again? Cortavius, Cortavius Romeus. Yes. And his Nick uh, and his uh, interview was very good as well. So listen to the top turtle on my podcast and go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Support us. Help us crush corporate gambling. When are we coming back? We'll be back Sunday. We're going to talk some contender series Sunday, uh, more than likely. Gumby, get us out of here. All right. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the king of the north, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Sunday.